What's good, Footy Culture fam? My name is Matthews, a.k.a. Matt, a.k.a. Matosinho. Today, boys, today, got another episode of the Footy Culture Podcast. You. Once again, joined today by the press man, you fan, Dan. Yep. No comment. Not going to talk about anything. Go ahead. Next. Uh, we got a happy Dorman fan, James. James. Hey. The press UV fan, Chris. Hey. And then happy Barca <laughs> fan, Jay. It's good, fellas. So what's up? Yeah, boys, a lot of football happened over the weekend. Mm-hmm. A lot of calamity to say the least, but uh, that being said, calamity, what happened? 7-0. Crazy. A lot of goals, man. I don't think anyone saw that, especially us. No. What was the bet that... Uh, My bet was bet. United to win and Rashford to score. Jeez. Well, coming from the form we've been playing in the last couple of weeks, months now, mm-hmm. right? Like, even Liverpool, okay, they've been struggling a little bit, and they came out of a terrible UCL run as well against Madrid. And they've been kind of grinding through results as well. But again, they're playing at um, Anfield. We have a little pretty poor record there in the last couple of seasons. So you could have seen it coming, but at the same time, we were in good form. That's it. And then it came down to it where Liverpool came to play and it looked like the whole United team was just lost. We were up 1-0 at half. I don't know what Ten Hag really said anything in the change room. To kind of change things up, but it didn't really change anything coming out of the coming into the second half because right away they scored like thing like what two minutes in or one yeah, minute like in a minute two minutes and then like right and after then after that like it was just it looked like like timid soccer like these kids like I don't know they were, they just didn't show up to play mm-hmm. it literally was just mistake after mistake um so I don't know if the maybe Ten Hag makes some errors in the beginning with the the lineup he had out but overall I just. I think United needed something like this a little bit just to kind of like, you know, bring it back down to earth because we were in a really good yeah, run. We're looking a little like hot. A calamity like this to bring y'all back down, bro? Maybe, maybe. Because, you know, we're going back into Europa League this week. We're coming against Betis now. Hopefully we're, we have our head and right, right and then just the players actually come out to play this time, you know. But, I don't know, sometimes some teams need a little bit of a smacking here and there just to kind of get their shit together and kind of like ground them again. So, whatever. It's one game. I guess the title race is really over for us now. but you know we move on to the next one and yeah we're doing good we're still fighting for top four we're still doing well but it's just one of those it's one of those games it's one of those is there someone that you like particularly put a blame on um if anything i just blame the management of the game overall i just don't think that formation we went into the whole style of play with like the way we were set up was the right formation to go up against against a liverpool side like this Knowing the players they had and like the weak midfield that they do obtain, like knowing that they are gonna go down to width a lot, Shaw isn't really like that best left back to be playing. You know, mm-hmm. holding back, kind of like look for that speed. He was off of it. Even uh, that lot was struggling in the back there. Probably you know Wambisaka there to shut down Gakpo a little bit. Even Malasia kind of shut down a little bit more on the right side with uh, Salah. <laughs> it's hard. With Salah was. Still had a good game. Martinez. Yeah, he was on one. <laughs> game, bro. Martinez was struggling too. It just, it, the players looked tired. They looked like they weren't there to play. And then our midfield was just poor as well because we had Bruno playing left mid coming against against a player like uh, Arnold who doesn't really the best defensively. He did really well going forward. Yeah, but that game. If, if you, that's the thing, but you're going up against Bruno. Bruno can't really come against the players and beat them like that with speed. You know, right? I'd rather have Rashford starting and like beating the players like that. Trent didn't only defend him well, he actually he also got into his head. Bruno yeah. was getting frustrated. Oh, but he was, yeah, he was the frustration also comes from the results. It was literally three, four nil, and like obviously the players aren't just gonna but be as a captain, you can't be doing that. That, no, that, for sure. that could lead for sure. to you guys getting even more pummeled. <laughs> but 
definitely not playing White Horse as a 10, which is ridiculous because Liverpool has a weak midfield. Why are you going to, like, you know, look for that wing play, look for that through ball play if you'd rather just, you know, control the midfield, build up the play from the middle, and then instead they were kind of, like, using the width. They were kind of sending balls straight to Rashford every single time. They were playing the type of football that we expect to play in the second half when we're, like, up 1-0 or, like, down to kind of, like, get the result. Yeah. But they were playing that res- they were playing that that football from the start. I think they needed to start Rashford out wide, you know, play Whitehurst up top just to you know do his thing up there against uh, Van Dijk and against um, who was back there with him, Konate, Konate, right? So I just think he came out wrong. Anthony too, like Anthony, <laughs> yeah, he did great against the last couple of games he's been playing, but is he really starting this this game right now? Because he did nothing and just. Mm. And a day came down to the players and just some poor decisions as well. So I think Anthony's got to be like one of the worst signings of the Prem this past season, bro. A hundred mil, right? Nine, I think it was ninety or hundred. Yeah, even then, a, a guy from Ajax, it is a lot. for someone who's but, probably one of the most one-footed players in the league, he's not quick. Does he really beat like his man that often too? Like, mm. oh, he's usually running into the player. Right? The thing is that it, we we can always go back. To this Anthony signing was kind of a signing that we needed, and he was only the only option out there. But obviously, with Sancho coming back, looking a lot stronger, looking a lot healthier, he looks like the better option, right? Even Garnacho is probably the better option compared to him. But yeah, no, Anthony is he's 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 mid. He's not a player to be starting for me. I don't know. That's just me. Would you say this result was a freak result? Yeah, no one expected this. No one expected a seven nil, especially the way uh, Liverpool been playing, especially the way United been playing. I just think we got it all wrong in the midfield because it just came down to where we were lacking the possession and it looked like Liverpool just came out to play. They had something to prove or something to show that their fans were like just... They're going for that top four, man. They were going for it. And well, I think they're in f- sixth now. Fifth. I think they're in fifth. Do you guys think this is the turning point for Liverpool yeah, they're on the it. season? Like, is this game going to be the game that we look back at? And we're like, damn, that's the game that really turned Liverpool around. Like, front three is firing. Are, are they going to finish top four? Yeah. At this point, I think so, man. Because I think Spurs are going to slip up. Newcastle are going to start slipping up, too. Newcastle already slipped up. They're, they're starting yeah. to get fatigued and whatnot. And, like, Liverpool, after this result, bro, confidence sky high. Yeah. If they could do something against Madrid, too. It'll be tough, but, like, players like... if they don't do anything against Madrid. Like, like get knocked get rid of, out. Yeah, get rid, of, get rid of the Champions League and make top four because that's what's going to benefit yeah. you for the future. Because Gakpo is surprisingly... He just came to play. You know, it's yeah. a really good signing, right? He fits in properly. Nunez, he found his boots again. Like yeah. he's he showed up. Aerial threat now, bro. He's playing really well compared to how we started at the beginning of the season. And then Salah just is doing his thing. Yeah, Their me. only problem is definitely the midfield. But if they can continue that wing play with yeah. uh, Robertson and Arnold back there, and that's that, that's just the thing. We 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 knowing that we have a solid midfield with Casimiro, Fredo's playing really well, obviously before. And then just moving Bruno to the outside like that really wasn't the strongest for me. I think we should have just dominated the midfield and controlled that game that way instead of losing it, you know. Yeah. And they just kept countering us. So yeah. that's how that's how we lost the game. And then just mistakes, mistakes after mistakes. No, no one was there. Even like De Gea was making some poor mistakes. But again, like Liverpool had some good chances, like that Gakpo goal with the Salah, you know, destroying. Salah sent freaking Martinez to another dimension, bro. Like <laughs> so, holy, it yeah yeah. But no, Liverpool. They deserved it, and then yeah, I think this might be the turning point for them. If they make top four, then honestly, good for them. They will, they will. Good for them. See, the crazy thing is, I wouldn't even consider this result for United a freak result, because three of United's heaviest defeats since 2000 have come this season. 
So the first one, obviously, this game. And then you had, I think, beginning of the season against Brentford. They lost 4-0. Yeah, the first and or second against game. City, 6-3. Yeah, that's bad. Crazy. Didn't we lose, like, 7-0 to the Spurs one point? I think that was last season. They lose their heads very That was easy. a couple seasons ago. Last season or two seasons I think ago. Liverpool, last season, it was Liverpool Spurs was as well. 6-1. Liverpool crushed them last season, too. But this is what happens when you have a young team like this. Like the, United's not that old of a team. They're not that. But young they're not either. that young either. They, they are. They are pretty young. Like they no. have. Besides, not, besides Varane, Casimiro. They're not young. De Gea, Bruno. They're not no. young. Whitehorse. That's the whole spine yeah, of the team. Whitehorse is old. Bruno's old. Okay, but that, okay, okay. Old. Shaw is old. old. Shaw is all, old. Not that old. not that young. Anthony's probably Martinez the youngest player. Is not that young as as young as you think. He's like twenty four. No, he's not. He's like twenty five. No, twenty six. Varane's older and experienced. De Gea's experienced. Like, realistically speaking, it's like, what, Anthony and oh, shit, maybe Rashford? Old. But even Rashford's like 26. No? Yeah, they are pretty old. They might take it back. They're just a bunch of brats. Then I don't know what to tell you. I, I just, I, Ten Hag didn't get it right. Ten Hag didn't get it right. Like, I don't understand why he's he, he just playing a wake horse in, as a 10. 10 horse. Is the experiment like, over? Yeah, it's over. Like, I, I, knowing that he's, I don't understand. Like, okay, maybe some games, like, you know, crazy. Yeah, he probably... Did a good, had a good performance there. Never had a great performance in that position. He had a decent performance, but that's because Rash was just bombing and just making great runs up up top. But to me, Rash should have started on the wing because if you're going to go one on one against Arnold, then that makes Arnold sit back a bit more. He doesn't, doesn't give him the, really the freedom to go attacking because you have Bruno on your side. Yeah, I'm going to go four because Bruno tucks into the midfield half the yeah. time, right? He doesn't have any really threat on the wing. Rash was just really covered up by Konate and Van Dijk, and then Anthony. Anthony just was. Dicking himself out. I don't know what he was doing. He he lost the ball half the time. He was, he had it, and then White Horse was like invisible the whole game. So obviously I can't. I'm not gonna blame Fred or Casimiro because like it was literally just them two controlling the whole attack. Yeah, Fred was okay. Unfortunately, because he he obviously got subbed up and then bringing McTominay in. Like, that was a weird one. That was a stupid decision. Well, because he wanted defense, the, the more defensive midfield. But we were even being destroyed in the midfield. We were being destroyed in the wing. He had to put Garnacho into that. least provide something out wide and then, you know, take a white horse early. But it, it is what it is. It is what it is. Yeah. I just want to say something about uh, Bruno real quick. I don't know if you guys noticed, but before I say this, I think Bruno got to be captain of like Rad 11, bro. He's one of the <laughs> rattiest players I've seen. He, I can't remember yeah, if it was after one of Salah's goals or Gakpo's goals when um, like Liverpool were trying to get the ball back. Like he just held the ball. Like just like juking around like dodging the players the Liverpool players trying to get the ball from him for like a solid minute like the ball ended up on the floor and he like started like dribbling like like what are you doing bro just give up the ball like he's such a rat like the amount of times he dives I don't think he got a, a yellow card at all this game no, no he, he, he he deserved the yellow because he was kicking players at he the end kicked, of the game uh, frustrating Trent on the sideline yeah kicked someone else he kicked two players yeah it's either gonna be him as a captain or Neymar right as a rat, a rat I'm joking, I'm joking. No, come on. But like, you, no, you have a player like Ronaldo who kind of destroyed the, the the change room a little bit when he was there, obviously in the beginning of the season. Then you have another player like Bruno. Like you're the captain, you gotta be more like verbal. And you know, like, I didn't, I didn't really see once where he was like, you know, guys, just keep it going. Like maybe after the first or second goal, you kind of like, guys, let's let's get it on. But there was no leadership. There was no like. No. I, I, the only like I would say the one who really deserves a captain's man would probably be. Even Maybe Casimiro. Casimiro or Varane, I would say. Because, like, they, like, I don't know, they have that winning mentality where, like, you know, we we can do this and, like, you know, we got this. And, like, they can speak to the players, you know, get the freaking communication going, get the get the boys amped. 
Yeah. Bruno, half the time. You speak English, though? But end of the day, man, it's not about the English. It's about the, your, your, the way you present yourself to the team and the way you, like, like, command it. Like, if you have a player like Bruno who's, like, three goals down already, like, crying and whining, and then he's always having, putting his hands up, complaining about the smallest things, diving. Yeah, like, exactly. He shouldn't be how do, you, how do you get the rest of your team to really respect you and even just, like, think, of, like, you know, we still got to because our, our, our captain's, t- like, you know, has his head on right. He's still going, but it's even the hair, I feel like, in, was he was captaining a little bit like last season too? Yeah. I don't know. This team sometimes it does really Captain well, and sometimes it's team. just like frustrating to watch. <laughs> like your two football. captains are Maguire and Bruno. Yeah, like, yeah it's <laughs> crazy, rough, bro. It's ridiculous. It's a crazy duel. Is there a rattier player than Bruno? No. Like he's no. captain of like that five aside rat rat he's, team. He's captain for sure. <laughs> I have to think about it. It's like him. And it's probably some guy in Barca for sure. There's someone. Yeah, there's not really any ratty. Yeah, like Jordi Barca. Alba maybe. I put Alba on the on the ratty level. Yeah, for sure, bro. Yeah, that guy's a weasel, bro. <laughs> Come on, man. Rodent. Yeah, <laughs> but it's funny. Did you see that like video? Uh, it was like a little post. It's like Madrid beat Liverpool five two. We beat Barca one nil, or we beat them in the in the Europa League. And then Barca beat Madrid won nothing in recent cup matchup, and then we lose seven 0 against Liverpool. So it's like a full circle. It's like yeah, for real. Which one is really the superior team of us four, kind of thing? Because we're all losing to each other. For <laughs> it's real. like that's just football. That's just football. Because you know, one day if they if United and Liverpool play tomorrow, United can come out and win like three nothing. Yeah, you never like, know. <laughs> so uh, it's it just it's it was one of those games. It was one of those games. Like you kind of need one of those games every season where you're gonna get slapped, but. That three, we got yeah, I guess three of those. <laughs> <laughs> well, someone that did perform this game, man, like Mohamed Salah. CC. A lot of people writing him off saying, Oh, he needs his best friend Mani to perform, but bro, he came out to play this game, bro. Two goals, one assist. Crazy, man. Like the amount of like numbers that he puts up, goal scoring wise. I saw this uh debate on the TL. People are saying, Who's better, either Salah or Robin all time? What do you guys got? Robin, Robin, why? I uh, just might be nostalgia, but like just the way, I don't know the way Robin played, he looked unstoppable at times. Like you, it's, you, it's, you really Salah. it's nah, very, yeah, it's very, it's very close. I don't think Salah had like he's had unstoppable like unstoppable moments, but he also had like a team that was built around him. Robin then wasn't really built around him; it was built around him and Ribery. Like they had a a, a duo. This more so is just. Built around Salah. You can't it, say Salah and Mane would be. But, but Mane was even built for Salah. He helped Salah out so much get to that high level. And it showed. When Mane left, Salah was down. He's still, he's still performing great, but like not compared to when Mane was there. I, don't know, I guess it's hard Like when you lose like a top, top player like that. Like also like can come by and can score, like draw opponents away. But mm-hmm. Salah's like coming into his own now getting used to playing with Gakpo and Nunez as well. And like, he's been performing now, man. Like, cause Salah, like he just broke the rec- record for uh, most goals for Liverpool in the Premier League, 129 goals in 205 games. It's pretty mad. 129, that's it? Mm, he's that's mad, it. man. That's it? It's, it's in the Premier League though. <laughs> yeah, just Premier League. Is, can oh, he man. be uh, in a shelf for one of the best, well, the best player in the Premier League ever? No. No. Like career, career-wise? Not, no. not one season? No. No, 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 no. He can't be in the argument? No, 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 no. no, no. Why not? Maybe like top five. Yeah, like okay, maybe not the best. It's hard to say the best, but I don't know. I got, I got Salah ahead of a Robin, because like, really? yeah, like Robin's hit over twenty goals once ever in his career. 
but he's sharing a lot of those goals up top, man. He's had great forwards next to him, great attackers, great strikers, great Ribery. Well, that's the thing. Like, Ribery was a team player. He never really, like, he was never, like, selfish. He never, like, you know, held onto that ball too much. As much as, like, he was great going forward and, you know, his shot was ridiculous for that footer like that. But he was never really a hogging, hogger. Like, you know, he was, and, like, Salah does dribble past players a lot more than Ribery did, I think. Or Robin Rob. did. Because Robin was, like, low-key a mm. cut-inside merchant. You know what I mean? Like, but it worked. Even Salah does the same, too, kind of. Perfected it. But, it like, worked. his dribbling's, like, a, like, more, like, closer control. You know what I mean? Who? Salah. You think Salah's more closer control than Robin? Yeah. Mm. No. A little bit. No. A little bit. Robin has, like, the closest control I've ever seen. Him or- even then, if we're talking goal-wise... Like I said, Robin hit over 20 goals once in his career. Salah's done that six times with 30-plus goals three times. See, but that's okay, okay. And then including okay, a 44-goal season. No, my, my take on the situation, I think they're completely different positions, even though they're both on the right flank. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would say Salah is more of a right forward, and he was playing alongside a striker in his prime that wasn't a striker. Bobby was a false nine mm-hmm. slash cam, so he had to carry on the goal-scoring duties. Robin didn't have to do that. He was playing with... Manzukic, Mario Gomez, Drogba, um, Benzema, uh, Lewandowski. It wasn't his job to score goals. And I think with that said, Robin still has a better goal catalog than Salah. Does he? Yeah, I would say so. I don't know, man. They Salah scored some Salah's pretty nice mad goals. goals. So is Arjen Robin. They both, they both have great Salah, Salah, Puskas. Salah the Puskas. Yeah, an undeserved Puskas. Man. <laughs> it would, it's pretty well received that it's an undeserved Puskas. Robin scored that goal from the corner kick where it went right to him volley. I think it was against Manchester United. Legendary. Okay. I, I choose Robin because nostalgia is also a beautiful thing. Man, nostalgia. It's merchant. true. Nostalgia is a beautiful thing. Nostalgia is what keeps us going. Bro. It keeps yeah. us alive. It's true. I don't know, man. Like, you have Salah? Low-key, bro. <laughs> I was going to say, no, I got Robin. Because, <laughs> like, internationally, you can't really compare Egypt and Holland. CL-wise, Salah's what? One for three in CLs? Robin has what two? Robin has one. One, but he has that one goal where he, you know, he got beat. Uh, Weidenfeller back there. That was a good. That was a good uh, CL run from then too. And then just countless, obviously, season trophies. Yeah, but that's playing for Bayern though. Like Bayern always won the league. Okay, but that's but true. but Robin also has a lot of moments in him. Like remember his run against Sergio Ramos in the World Cup. Yeah. yeah, he has his I, moments against Spain, Australia, right? Yeah, that whole World Cup, he pretty much every game. Yeah, but you can't. It's hard to compare with Salah. Okay, Salah but region. let's say let's say you take stats out of the equation, you're still picking Salah. Because mm, then what's left besides stats, trophies? The, That's the test, overall bro. overall player. The eye test. Eye test. I mean, Salah's an ugly player to watch sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> so I take Robin so. looks wise the way he plays, but. Efficiency wise, Salah. I think Salah's a better goal scorer, but Robin's a better player. But again, the different positions. Like Jay said, yeah. one's more of an attacking player. Like Salah, that's all I was trying to say before. Salah was the focal point of that team. Yeah, because Firmino wasn't that was striker. No. You guys <laughs> yeah. don't think Salah's the better playmaker as well? No. You don't think so? No. He's, a, he's, he's good. He's nothing crazy, though. Look, I'm not. I'm not gonna act like I know the exact numbers because I don't. Yeah. But based on my eye test, it's got to be Robin. <laughs> Rob, Robin, 
Robin kind of, it's weird. He kind of had this aura around him. You're going to laugh, but like, honestly, like Dembele, like when he gets the ball on the touchline, like, you know, he's about to do something on yeah. that flank. Yeah. Like as soon as he gets that ball and gets into a, an attacking stance, it's like, you know, he's about to turn up. You know, he's about to cut to his left. And, but it's, and it works every time. Yeah, he still gets the defender every single time. And that's one thing. Like, he's able to recreate the exact same moment repetitively and consistently. I and, mean, like, he just, players will still, like, fall for it. They fall for it because they don't know exactly when he's going to do it. That's why. He'll just, he'll, like, when he takes his touch, it's like a weird touch. Because that's what I'm saying. His close control is insane. His, his touches are so close to him that he could literally go at any second. Because it's touch, 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 and then he could just go, and you don't know when. I'm just hearing a lot of aesthetic merchants here, bro. I don't know. Bro, nah. if you put Salah on that on that uh, Bayern team, he's putting up higher numbers, bro. No, he's not. 100%. No, he's not. 100%. No, he's not. No, he's not. But, like, in, but he has to play the role of Robin, though. They're playing different. So, they're playing a different doesn't. role in the team. Like, I think for me, I'm going Robin because I think Robin inspired, like, a generation of left-footed players. Like, Salah grew up watching Robin. And if you even if you watch the way Salah plays, like a lot of his like mannerisms in game, you see Robin. Do you? Another you do. player that I see Robin is Mares. I see I see Robin and Mares. The way they pull up on the touchline and they're just teasing the defender, just waiting to make that move onto their left foot. Like, isn't that like all left-footed dribblers? No, not necessarily. I think like if if you're looking at left-footed players today, I think Robin inspired a generation of them. I don't think Salah inspires like a generation of left-footed players from now. I don't think I don't people know. like are growing up right now watching Salah as a left footer and like molding their game after Mohamed Salah. I don't know. You, to, you, you think you think everyone knows Salah's left footed? Like Robin though. Well, Robin was more one footed than Salah is. So obviously Robin's more known for his weak for his left foot. But but if he if if Robin was able to be that effective with one foot, doesn't that make him better? What, I imagine mean, he's also feet. effective with one foot. More effective than Robin? Effective in terms of what? So, Goal scoring. So yeah. you think if Salah was on that Bayern team, he would do better yeah. than Robin? Looks so cool. why so why is Mana Mane, sorry, been garbage so far? He's been injured, no? The whole time? No. Good amount of time. He's been okay, but at the same time, Coming he's a new team. He's too, playing he's playing with a team that literally has no striker. He's kind of doing more of the attacking duties compared yeah, to Chupo. what? Yeah, but Chupo's been putting up numbers. With with Mane there, no, not without without Mane. Mane's not going to play striker though, but he's definitely playing a more attacking role than he. Did. Well, he he is more of an attacking player than. Okay, either or, Neymar doesn't. Uh, Neymar, Robin doesn't do what what Salah does on at Liverpool. Salah doesn't do what Robin does at Bayern. Different it, players. Different player. It doesn't work either way. I think the, it's still comparable though. They're, they're, it's comparable, but they're, they're two top players that. <coughs> It's tough to say, because I'd rather I'd rather compare Salah to like, <coughs> like a stri- like a striker. Even though he's a right winger, he's more of a striker than just because he scores more goals. He doesn't really track back. He Salah? stays up top all the time. Was Robin? Robin track tracks back. Yeah, you're yeah. watching Robin. Like Rob- that? Robbery tracked back too. Yeah. They both did. Who would you say was more better as a pair though? <coughs> robbery. Or oh, robbery easy. Salamani. Robbery easy. Why? Just nostalgia. Nostalgic. So nostalgia and aesthetics, <laughs> yeah. eh? Yeah. Love the love the nostalgia, man. No, but they probably were. Like Ribery was a top, top talent. What what did he finish? Oh, third or third for Bondor? They both finished third. They both did. Like, that's insane. For a duel. Robin two? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What year was that? Twenty fourteen. Oh shit. 
A lot of talent, man. No, they were they were something else, those two. Who would you be more scared to come up against? Robbery or Solane? Solane. Solane. <laughs> I don't know either, bro. No, no, no. I don't no, have- no, no. Like you're Barca. You're a Barca team. You're coming well, obviously up. Obviously, he's going to be scared of Bayern. <laughs> you're coming yeah, up against. We've lost too many times to Bayern, bro. Okay. The PTSD is there. Okay, but th- I'm talking about like that exact Bayern team and that exact Liverpool I team. I mean, Bayern as a team, as a whole, are more scary than Liverpool. So, Bayern by default. Okay, fine. How about uh, let, let's say let's say you put both these these two players, you put them on Cadiz. Man, who are you, who are you more scared? Comparison, bro. Who are you more scared of coming up against? Robbery. You're still more scared of. Can't make that comparison, bro. Why not? Why? Why? It's why are you not answering the question? It's so easy. Bayern put seven past us with that duo. Did I not say Bayern? Yeah, but just attacking wise, who is the more dangerous attack? Clearly. Byron had a better attack. Yeah, Byron, of course. Okay, there's your answer. No, but robbery or so, the Salamane? Might be Salamane. <laughs> After seeing what robbery did to Barca. That's as a team. But it was also strictly those two. Yeah, but Bayern as a team are strictly better than Liverpool. Are they? Were they? Bayern? <laughs> oh, the, both those against teams have Barca? one CL to their they name. Have a CL, against yeah. Barca, yeah. Yeah, who, because of who? Robbery. Barca just have slip-up attacks against Liverpool, bro. I don't. I think I'm definitely more scared of uh, Cadiz with robbery than <laughs> Salani. It's four for one. I think it's unanimous. Almost unanimous. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. It's almost unanimous. Got to put the argument. No, of course, of course. No, I, I rate it though. It's a good argument because obviously they they're both the top. They're top quality. You're literally playing with kind of like the same style where you have a left on the right and a right on the left, which you know they're obviously attacking players deep down. It's just that obviously the Liverpool side had. A lot more goals going forward for the wingers than they did for the Bayern team because they're playing with actually a striker. So, and a 10. And a 10. Yeah, so. Robin was just the modern-day Garinch, right? Yeah, yeah. maybe. Yeah. That's not a bad comparison, to be honest. That, eh? There it is, then. Bono, I saw something <laughs> on Twitter. Uh, apparently, FIFA are seriously considering a new game clock rule in football where the clock stops when the ball goes out of play. Their hope is that it will put an end to time-wasting. No. You guys think this is effective for the game going forward? Yes or no? no. I don't like it. It doesn't really change the fact that because if they're gonna still play ninety minutes, no, they're gonna play way over. If it's if it's still ninety minutes, then you're literally gonna be playing. You're you're gonna be wasting more time. It's gonna be long. The games are gonna be longer. It's gonna be extremely long because I don't. Th- th- when we when referees add injury time, they don't count for every single second that's being yeah. like the war the ball is being stopped or the injuries. They kind of do give like a rounded lower number compared to the World Cup. The World Cup average, I think, for extra time was like 10 minutes. Yeah, yeah no, like 15 minute extra time. Like, games, but that's the thing. Like, crazy. That's because they probably counted for a lot of the time Everything. being wasted, but also they obviously wanted to extend the game a little bit more. But if you're counting the exact amount of time that's being wasted, it's way more than two, three, four minutes in the games. And if you're going to be stopping time, then like you're, you're still going to be still time being run. Like, and you're still going to be wasting yeah. the same time. And what's, what's the difference? You're not going to add injury time, but the clock's going to stop. If anything, there's going to be more time being played on the ball on the pitch of the field. I th- I think it's I think the time running makes it more competitive too. You got you got players like the opposite team that's losing usually are they're hustling they're hustling because they want to they they know time is running they got to play. This time stops goes the ball goes out they're not going to care they're just going to walk to the ball catch catch their breath 
It's not going to be as exciting in the last five minutes or ten minutes, in my opinion. But, uh, yeah, no, it'll be stupid. And it's also, I feel like it's a lot more soccer, too. And they're already playing a shit ton. Even if it's like five minutes extra a game, that's, it adds up. So there's this here I have on the, on the Premier League for the last couple of years. So as of 2021-2022 season, the amount of time the ball is being played on the pitch is 55 minutes and three seconds. <laughs> Wow. Out of a 90 minute game. And that's like crazy. that's that's the average from up to 2006. The average is about 53, 54, and then like 56 is the most. So it's around 55, 54 minutes is the average amount of time the ball is being played on the pitch. So literally, what, what is it? Almost 35, 40 minutes is literally, hour, is yeah. like the game is literally just not being played where the maybe substitutions, the, the goalie having to get another ball to, you know, put the ball in play for a goal yeah. kick or getting the ball for a throw in like, you don't really count that for injury time, right? Because most of the injury time that's being counted for is there whether players on the pitch or the substitutions being made. Yeah. You don't count for the time where the ball is being put out. So imagine now you're stopping the clock for every single time the ball is out. The games are going to be like three hours long. Yeah, bro. I'd be mad. Because you're going to be adding literally compared to what we were seeing here, there's going to be what? 30, 44, 30, 40 minutes more than what the game is being played right now. So games are going to be two and a half hours, three hours long. It's literally ridiculous. If anything, you'd have to just kind of I don't know, add like some kind of like penalty or like, you know, really, really push those yellow cards when time is being really wasted because when players are kicking balls far or when goalies are really wasting their time, sometimes you don't really see refs do anything until like it's maybe the fourth or fifth time they're really wasting time. Yeah, but they're, they're doing this on purpose. They know what they're doing. They know it's it's going to last a lot longer. They know that they get money from those ads on the oh, on the for screen sure. for that time. They're, they're trying to make it longer so they but can make you, more money. You really want it. a game to be now three, three hours long now? The, well, we don't, but... I'm sure FIFA does or whoever. Oh, but sure. even I think so, yeah, with them too, I whatever. think there has to be like a balance because like if the game's not going to be extended to an hour and a half to three hours because you're taking into account every stoppage, like you're going to lose viewership. Yeah. Because not everybody has that much time in a day to be able to watch something. For sure. I think like for me, the happy medium is, you know, keep the clock rolling, but maybe be a little bit more diligent with adding that injury time at the end. Because I think in the World Cup, you saw those like, you know, eight, nine, 10 minutes of extra time. And it was exciting. It was seeing like, you know, okay, the game's done in this 90 minutes, but oh damn, like, you know, 10 minutes of extra time, like anything can happen in this game still. And I think like it almost adds an extra element to the game at where at the end gets more exciting because sometimes like, you know, if there's only two minutes of extra time teams parking it. Sometimes people probably just turn off the TV, but it's like 10 minutes like, oh damn, like, you know, there's still a lot that can happen here. And I think yeah. that probably increases your viewership even more because now that it's almost like. You know, it's like an enticing piece to the end of the game where it's like anything can still happen because now there's going to be an extra eight, nine minutes of play. Like this game can still go either way. There can be two goals in, in eight or nine minutes. We've seen it happen before. Yeah, we've seen in, in where two goals, games being won in injury time. Yeah. Where they're like two, three goals behind. So it's like, I think like for me like that, if they're looking for something to like, you know, maybe change it up a little bit, I think that's the way to do it. Because I think we saw it with some success in the World Cup. Like I think it shocked a lot of people. But if that becomes the norm, then one, it punishes teams for, you know, wasting time that yeah i think that's more of a punishment right yeah. because like they know okay if i kick the ball out like this is just going to get tacked on at the end of the game and we're going to be defending deep in our box for 10 minutes of course <laughs> right but it also gives the fans something to get excited about right yeah it's true i'd say definitely add that injury time because that's like if you really want this game to run clock out then just fucking keep keep the ball playing yeah and like what's the point if you're gonna, football and it is true like the most exciting football is in injury time when like a team is yeah. one nil down, then just like, go for it. And you need the goal. The, put everyone up top, ultra attacking. You know, so it's stopping time is I think would be probably the 
a negative aspect of changing the game up a little like the modern football. Because we've seen some changes, obviously, with VAR in here and there. But even like an example, I would say, is like baseball. Because even though they waste time, oh. they've added it now where a batter needs to be on the mat or whatever it's called, like the base, the, base, the zone, also the zone with the batting zone, mm-hmm. in like 15 seconds. And like the pitcher has to throw every ball, the, the next ball, like eight seconds after like the play is done. Baseball is so so boring. like that's one way to you speed up the yeah. game because you're making it's different because it's a different sport right and then even yeah. basketball too where they lower their uh, reset time when the ball is being yeah the shot clock shot clock yeah. so I think football would have to just encourage the extra time where you'd have to extend the game if you're literally wasting the time <laughs> yeah if you're wasting the time tack it on at the end it keeps the speed of the game the same where it's like you're not having a stop start stop start because if you do that then it's going to be coming like NFL. And where the clock is stopping, then it's starting. It stops here, but it doesn't stop here if it's this kind of play. And it's just like, it's one, it's confusing. Two, it slows the game down. And, and it's quite frankly, it's boring in my opinion. But it shows from like right? football itself. Like that's the biggest part of uh, football's revenue is their ad space. Yeah. And that's why they have so many breaks, so yeah. many stoppages, so many uh, yeah. commercial breaks and stuff. So like, <laughs> are we going to start getting commercials? Next, we're going to have halftime shows. Halftime shows. I think the only way they could get this to work out is if they shorten the half times. If they make it like 30 minute halves and not 45, that's different. I think it could possibly work. That's different because you're literally, you're literally you're literally losing 30 minutes from football, which obviously it shows where only 50 minutes of play is being actually used. So yeah, makes sense. Because the one thing like football has for it is like it's time. It's time is constant pretty much. You know, it's gonna be 90 minutes, whatever. Like American sports, three, four hours, bro. Like who's yeah. taking up their whole day just to watch one game? The only, the only thing with that, is crazy. it's going to end up being the amount at the same time. They're going to be playing the same amount, and the game will probably go on for the same amount of time that it is now. It would work. like It makes sense, but they're doing it to extend the game. So for them, that's not money in their pocket. So it probably won't happen. They're probably going to actually do this. It's probably going to happen, and it's going to be so annoying. If it does, like I said, it can't be 45 minutes. It's got to be 30 minutes. It's, yeah. At least. My then, take, if I'm looking at it from the FIFA perspective, I think they're enticed by what the NFL is doing. Yep. Very few things generate more money than the NFL. And I think if they're looking at, if FIFA's looking at their consumer, they know that they probably have the longest attention spans out of many other sports watchers, right? Because football fans watch a game for 90 minutes and... Sometimes a team doesn't even score. Yeah. And they and fans don't have a problem with that, right? So they could kind of see an avenue where like, okay, we could generate as much money as the NFL. We're not going to lose viewers because these guys are already hooked on 90 minutes anyways without any kind of action. So let us look for a way to generate more revenue. And I think that's just their perspective. They see it works in the NFL. Why can't it work with football? The biggest thing that American sports fans say is that, oh, like soccer is boring, yet they sit through a three hour NFL event because it's an event. Like there's commercials, there's breaks. That's part of the experience. It's a gathering environment. It's Sunday night is that kind of thing. Right. So I could see why people would want to do this and I could see why they feel that it's not a big barrier to entry because they already have the attention span of their viewers. It's different compared to the average football fan compared to the average, you know, American football fan, which NFL fan. They have to probably support one team and they probably watch one football or two football games their whole week. Whereas for us, how many games of soccer are you watching uh, in a week? 
a lot. We're watching oh. Champions League games when there's Champions League games, or I'm probably putting both games on at the same time. So that's four games right there. Europa League, if it's a good Europa League, one or two games. That's five games within the week. If your team's having a cup game during the week or there's a mid-game fixture from the league, right? And then there's weekends where we literally sit down and watch, Ram, what, six, four yeah, games in a matter of a week, weekend? So we're probably Liga. watching 10 to 15 football games in a matter of a week. So is it really worth for a player, like the average football fan? The average football fan more, watches more than one, like two, two or three games a week, I think. Because as much as I'm a fan of Man U, I'm watching most of the Premier League games and I'm watching exciting matchups. An average one, I would say two. They probably two would be a good number, I think. Yeah, For, two or three games. I would say we're we're definitely above average. Because even even like English fans, like I'm sure there's like their support their Premier League fans, and then they're supposed to support their local teams, which local so they're probably bad. going to watch and sit down. So I think average. I think probably football fans do watch th- three to four games a week, and that's a lot of time. They watch. They'll sit down from morning to night just watching football. Yeah, just one. It's like pretty much two days, three days. But it's one full day. But then that's but they but they actually probably have it just sitting in the background. You think they're actually sitting? No, in they're the not day. watching the whole time. Yeah, yeah, see, but we actually have to sit down and yeah. football. You have to. You actually as watch. you said, we do, we do have the best attention span of. Yeah, and then sometimes fans. you watch Juve versus Roma, which is just boring. Yeah, for that was minutes, terrible. So. That was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I think it would kind of probably slow down the game. But and then they did, if they do change it, like FIFA wants to expand it and make revenue, but doesn't it go down to the league making the money from it? How much money does FIFA make from? I don't know the details space, from like right? what they're doing. Unless it's like World Cup, like where it's hosted by FIFA, or like I'm even Champions League, Europa League. Is it really like FIFA or is it like the organization of that right? UEFA. So it obviously comes down to if they're actually going to do this because they want to improve the game, or if they just want to do it for money. Oh, it's for money, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. If it's like from like a reducing like time wasting and stuff like it's that, it's ridiculous. It's not, I think, it doesn't work. I think they should just stop the game at ninety minutes. Have no extra time. Just stop it at ninety, so players know. I'm not wasting time because I know that's when the game ends. That's going to cause a lot more wasting time. Will it? Yeah, because the winning team knows the game stops at 90, so they're going to... Yeah, they're going to be killing time. Killing time like crazy. Because there's no punishment for them blasting the ball into the stands, waiting for the ball boy to get another ball. There's no punishment for them rolling around on the floor for 30 seconds, 45 seconds after, you know, a 50-50 challenge. Like, those things will just increase, especially, like, I'm not going to say it's going to be every team, but there's gonna be those ratty teams that are gonna take advantage of things like that. Like I think Newcastle this season, like they were playing like the ball was out of bounds for more time than it was in play for Newcastle this season, and that's how they were playing. They were playing like hot on ball. Like it wasn't fun to watch. It wasn't exciting. It's like if you're a fan of that team, like like how long do you want to watch your team play like that? Obviously, you have the passion to watch your team mm-hmm. play, but it's like I think it's just gonna breed more teams to play that negative football rather than you know play good football. You know, that's why we all watch the games. Yeah, I think. People are saying that rugby has that rule and then their VAR is more stricter and more better in terms of like enforcing calls and whatnot. And they're saying if football adopted the kind of VAR that rugby has and with that same kind of rule where it stops at 90, then there'll be minimal time wasting. Like people say there is in rugby. But that's like how many changes you got to make. At the same time, how does VAR and time really correlate? If If a call is being called, VAR should just make a right call and not because time is being... I don't know how VAR and time really really you know matches with each other because at the end of the day if it's a bad call it's a bad call if it's a good call it's a good call <laughs> oh because the time's going to run out i'm going to make sure that you know make sure the call is yeah i don't order. know they're just, they're just trying to change too much of the it's good it's obviously the every, everything needs a little bit of change here and there but if it's not for the better then obviously what's the point because just obviously you've seen var what needed like almost three four years for it to be at the level it is now and it's still not the greatest it's still it not still consistent misses. 
And every single season they say, oh, it's going to be better, or we're going to add this, we're going to add that, but then you don't see the, the difference in the improvements. So if if something that needs to be is going to be changed like that, which is pretty big for like football in general, it needs to be done right from the start. Because if you're going to be in one season this, one season that, and it's going to be like, it'll be it's, it'll be frustrating sometimes for fans as well. Yeah, I just think they should do like at a time, like how they did in the World Cup. That, that, seemed, that seemed like the best option. Yeah, probably is the that was best. The best. It's the most exciting, for sure. Yeah, but that's that whole uh, rule change. I know, possibly. We'll but see how it goes, man. I don't know. I see Chris. You look a little sad there, bro. What happened uh, over the weekend? Nothing happened, man. You see that clip of uh, Mourinho? <laughs> of what, him running on the field? No, when they scored, I think he was actually getting a seeing, I think Abraham was coming in, being subbed on, and he was like running up to the second or assistant coach, taking notes talking and stuff. tactics, yeah. And he just looks up, they Roma score, and he just goes back down writing his notes, even celebrate. <laughs> ice cold, Mourinho. He's got ice on his veins, man. Because it was like 50 something minute. Uh oh. It was good. It was. It was. Uh, you know what I mean? Why are you readjusting? What's going on? What do you have to say? I'm gonna say, unfortunate to lose that game. We we're the better was team. Un- was it unfortunate? Better team. We were the better team. Really? We, out- we outshot them, outpossessed them. More corners, more crosses, more dribbles. Everything. Everything we had more of. It, it came down to not more goals. Getting unlucky. Hit three posts. <laughs> Rui Patricio making insane saves. Allegri making. Bad decisions when it kind of came to sub, subs. Why is uh, Pogba coming on in the seventy seventh minute? Like give him time to play if you want to win. Moise King coming on the ninetieth for what reason? Like get a red card. He top. came on and got a red card like an idiot, <laughs> like unnecessary. But why is he coming on the ninetieth? What's what's he gonna do that Quadrado's not gonna do? Uh, nothing to say. I don't know. <laughs> Juve, unlucky. This 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 might ruin our top four chances. And that kind of pisses me off because of the way it <laughs> happened. Mancini with a great goal, but that's literally all that happened. Chesney didn't really get challenged. Now, going forward, Juve's not going to be able to lose another game. Can't afford it. Is there a no place it. right now? Literally. Uh, seventh or eighth, maybe. I think the, I think they might, might have dropped below Bologna now. Uh, seventh right now. Seventh, okay. But tied with Bologna on points. I think they got lucky Bologna lost today. Mm. But uh, it's crazy to say that they got lucky that Bologna lost today. Bologna's <laughs> been in form, but uh, yeah, we need these teams to lose. These big teams, Atlanta's playing Napoli this weekend. We need Atlanta to lose there. I don't know. It looks like it looks like top four isn't manageable. Achievable. Achievable. They, I was saying in the the live that they could have lost the game, but this was not not against a top four team. And what did they do? Go lose against a top four I, team? I told you. I knew I knew that I was gonna screw him over if it was a top four team. But I was hoping for it not to be a top four team, but it was top four team. Anyway. Poor decisions. Poor decisions. Is that coaching wise? Yeah. Sub should have been made way earlier, not the ninetieth and the seventy seventh. How but long has Allegri been at UV right now for? Two years. You think he's staying? Yeah, he's been doing good now, but like that's that was a terrible kid. Our game in general was pretty bad. Two defensive coaches playing against each other. Borfest. First half put me to sleep. <laughs> the whole game put me to sleep. I woke up a little bit. But. Would, would you say that Juve is entering a banter era similar to we saw from AC Milan in the early 2010s? No. Because Juve right now would be in second place. No. If it wasn't for the 15th for, uh, 15 points. That's Who fair, I guess. Who told you guys to do that? You. 
But no, I don't think so. I think we'll be right back at top four next year. Really? Why? What gives you that sentiment? Because we're not we're not a small club. Okay, but neither were <laughs> neither were Milan, but they entered a banter era. No, but the, mm. when they entered that banter era, they had all their best players leave, like like Ibra and Tiago Silva, pretty much are two big names that were on the team at that point. So what about Juve? Pirlo. What's stopping Juve players from leaving? The, if they don't make Champions League, they finish, let's say, seventh place where they are right now. Conference League, why is Vlahovic going to stay for Conference League? Yeah, but I, I see like those big like if Vlavic was to leave, we have Milik. Like he'll do just as well. But like these really? sound like these sound like banter era like players. No. Like this sounds like Carlos Baca, like and Car- Fabio no. Borini. Like, do you, how many of the players that do you actually like own? I swear you have a lot of players on loan still. Isn't no. Moise Keen on loan from everything? No, they bought him. You sure? Yeah. Uh the, the only one that's on loan, I think, is Paredes. Chiesa. Chiesa. On Kiak. <laughs> That's the jewel, though, bro. Oh yeah, he's he's bought out. He has this on loan. No, it's just like a th- what? It's like a three-year <laughs> loan with an obligation to buy in the fifth year. I swear, Vlahovic is like in the same situation yeah, it's too. In the same Logi, situation, you know? but like what? He's, gone. he's not bought. <laughs> why do you think we're getting? Why okay, now, not, not, now you wonder why there's the, these deductions. Yeah, that's what, I just what said. kind of what, deals are these? Why do you think we got deducted? My God, <laughs> now you understand. Uh, that's uh, th- these are things that happen when you're about to enter a banter era. No, you start making dumb decisions, and then good players leave. Kiesa gone, Blahovic gone. Moiskin is still on loan. You go. No, they're, they're buying him out. When? And they're they're gonna sell him out. It's happening at the end of the season. Who's gonna buy him? <laughs> they, they were. There was. They were supposed to buy him. Uh, now I guess they're not because it's a stupid red card. They're probably not gonna do it anymore. He's trash. It's probably an obligation to buy. Like, what makes you think a player like that will actually like? When has he like surprised you? Like, oh, I love Moise Keen. When has he like like back you know? when he was? First when have you lost Juve? sleep for Moise Keen because of well, how great he was performing? Back when he was first at Juve, and he came on Champions League, played good. Yeah, verbal patch. <laughs> Probably <laughs> three games. He played great. <laughs> three games, eh? Then he got then he got sold. I think Juve are on their way to their banter era, but it's all going to depend on how they finish this season. Because if they finish outside, outside for sure, of Champions League, oh, players going to leave. Hundred percent. You think yeah, even if in, in Europa League they leave? Yeah, maybe one or two players less leave, but I think star players will still leave regardless. I agree. If we if we don't make any Europe at all, then yes. Well, I'm sure you guys will make Conference League. No, we're gonna make Europa League at least. Atalanta has lost like three of their last four games, or Haven't two. You guys last also games. lost two of your last three games. You guys lost no. against Monza. Wait, you guys look at Telly's on loan too. Jeez, bro! <laughs> it's, a, it's a whole team of loanies, bro. God, oh, dude, half your starting every single deal that we have has like the, I tell you, like I tell you, is your starting midfielder. Yeah, every every okay, deal so that we have is like, is a uh, is like a yearly payment. Dude, you're gonna go into conference league with Rabio, an uh, injured Pogba, and who like Rabio's not gonna be there. No, Rabio won't be there. Fajoli, Rabio is not gonna be there. That Rabiot, sounds like Rabiot a lot Rabiot of talent. Wants to play Champions League. Fajoli, Pogba, and uh, Miretti. No, probably Rovella. Pogba's gonna be injured, bro. Rovella probably comes back. My Why would God. he come back? And then know. you guys re-signed Danilo and Alice Alexander. Danilo's good. Alexander doing good. You're gonna, it's gonna happen, man. It's gonna happen. No, it's gonna happen. It, I don't know. For me, like it's starting to smell like a little bit. Like if they don't make <sighs> Top Europa six. League, Quadrado's leaving too. This yeah, season, it could be a little bit of a banter. One because they don't necessarily have a lot of money, and if there's gonna be transfer bans imposed, who are they gonna buy? to improve the squad that they have right now, which, let's be honest, isn't a great squad. 
And if some of these players that, you know, won them points earlier on the season are now to leave the club, sure, Milik can come in and fill Vlahovic's shoes because realistically, Vlahovic hasn't been a great signing. He's been a little bit of a flop. Injured. Sure, Milik can come in. He can score some goals. But Di Maria is going to be another year older. Maybe he can't create as much as he is now. Chiesa, who knows what he's going to be saying. Is he going to stay at the club? What if a yes. Premier League comes in with a with a big money bid for him to play wing back at he's Chelsea? Staying. Staying. Maybe he stays and plays wing back. He fills the Cuadrado role. But I just don't see where the creativity is in the squad. And, and I, for me, that's my problem. And like you're playing a three back with, with two full backs and Bremer. There's not really any center backs that are going to step in to replace them. If you play a four back, who's coming in? Bonucci? <laughs> <laughs> that's our only problem right now. Gatti, it's, it's center back. It's like, be interesting like, next year, man. Who who's gonna come in? Like they're gonna have to start to be very Ugani. resourceful with who they're signing. I think I'll give them props. I think they've done a good job with some of these young Italian midfielders. I think Rovella is very talented. Miretti's okay. Fagioli's good. I think they're doing a good job bringing these young Italian talent. I think they're gonna have to go through a little bit of a banter area and like just develop some Italian gems that want to play for Juve that aren't going to be on these huge, massive contracts that are going to force them into doing these, like, swindling moves in order to sign players that, like, they've been doing for the past decade. You know, all this fraud just to be able to sign Rabiot for $10 million a season. You know? you got to build a, a club of players that wants to play for Juve, for Juventus, and not just because it means they're getting a paycheck. Needs to be a reset, man. Yeah, Ultra reset. They, yeah. had, they had hit the reset button. <laughs> okay, they're going to hit the reset button, but I don't think it's going to be a banter era. I mean, like a fake banter. I mean, what's a fake banter? It's only gonna last. What's like, a fake banter? If it if it if it's a banter, it's only gonna last one or two years. It's not gonna be like really? whatever. What what was AC Milan like seven? It's not gonna be seven years. Juventus bounces back pretty fast. Even when they came back from Serie B, they only, they finished seventh, and then the next year they're back. So you think they'll bounce back like Barca did this season? But what people were calling. Barca era, what, a year ago, two years ago? Yeah, but we, era? we don't have <laughs> levers. First place, you have, you guys will always have more levers than Juve because of your name. You guys are literally signing players on free. I don't think Juve can sign players for free. No, we could. But they we do can. sign players on free. Who we were, we're the, we're sign players free. on loan. We were the OGs of the, the yeah, free Yeah, but those transfer. loan, like you said, those loan deals are just are really sketch. Like, half your team is... Yeah. So you have a deduction. Exactly, but like, can you guys get that... Do you guys have that pull for the Serie yeah? Well, they're not going to be able to do those anymore, those loan deals, because clearly they're getting found. So now they're going to have to be extra careful with who they're getting in bed with, right? Dirty boys. Dirty it'll, boys. Last, it'll last one or two years. If if they don't make top six. If they make Europa League, we're fine. You think? Yeah. If you're Vlahovic, are you staying to play Europa League for Juventus? Yeah. Why? What's enticing him to stay? Where's he going to go? He's going to go to Atico. Shit. He can go to they have like 40 strikers. He can go to a lot of teams. It's okay. He's either going to Bayern, a striker. Yeah. Bayern, Atletico, or or like Chelsea. Well, Arsenal. Those, those are the, the three teams I could see him. What about Arsenal? Yeah. No. United? Why? United. No. That's all Seaman. <laughs> what about Napoli? No. <laughs> Replacement. Yeah. Can't, they can't afford him. Really? How, you, how can you Wait, not what? afford him? They're gonna, if they're going to sell Osimhen. They're not going to pay. They're not how much? Pay. Is, they're not going to pay you. They're going to pay you for your Antina. They're going to have to pay a lot. <laughs> you already more. paid half of it, so. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. <laughs> you already paid half of it. So. Antina's tough, tough guys to buy from. Clearly, if you're Juve, it's okay, right? Yeah, because you got to give them yearly payments. That's how well, they want it. Within seven years, pay out. Yeah, yeah. They, they like having money yearly. Uh, this is not the Vecchia Signora I grew up watching. 
it's 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 a bloody banter era and it's disgusting to see because you say they're the biggest club in italy but i'm disgusted like this uva team makes me want to throw up i'm getting sick right now it happens man. like i, I feel like nauseous like a little green right it now. Uh, literally like mm. It, did you say it happens? Yes. It happened no. To you guys. <laughs> it literally just happened to you guys. How did it happen to us? How did it happen to us? What do you mean? You guys were shit last year. Did we make Champions League? Yeah, because you guys <laughs> you guys will never get a deduction. We because fin- what, what place did we finish? Third? You guys will never get a deduction from La Liga because they need you guys so badly. So you so if Juventus is the biggest club in Italy, how? If you said I don't need them. They're also the most hated club in Italy. Why? Every team hates them. Why? You can see the same about Barca. They're the most hated no, no, club in Spain. A yeah, lot of teams yeah, hate yeah. Barca, dude. Yeah, a lot of teams hate Barca, but they're, they're literally... Bro, them in La Liga, they, the they have tea time every The president uh, of La Liga night. literally like, changes the rules around to like mess with Barca. They changed the rules around so Gavi couldn't get registered the first team. That's not changing the rules around. I'm sure it was <laughs> part of the rules. They changed the rules, bro. I'm pretty sure it was part of the rules. No, bro. He altered the rules around so they couldn't register him. Because probably, they probably have way too many players registered. No, they didn't. I feel like Pebbles they did. Just is an open Madrid fan. Gavi, who play, they have players Madrid playing for the fan, second bro. team, first team every week. What? They have players playing for two teams in, in one week. Who? Wasn't Gavi playing for the B team for a little bit or, or Pedri? No. <laughs> well, there was someone that was playing for two teams for a while. Well, if you're originally signed to the B team, you can represent the first team as well too. How often though? It was like a weekly thing. Who? I can't remember who it was now. I mean, Shit. guess that probably. <laughs> That guy's gone. Okay, whatever. Anyway, there was someone. I remember reading. Uh, it represents whoever you want. You, you don't see Raptors 905 players playing for Raps? And back and forth? It happens all the time, man. All the, the American time. League. <laughs> all the time. We're Canadian. You sound like TikTok comments. <laughs> Come on, man. man I, don't like, I don't like seeing Juventus in a banter era. It's going to happen. Because this city is full of Juventus fans. It how happens many, every... How many Juventus fans are going to switch... Uh, Legions? Switch, switch allegiances a lot, bro. No, a lot. I don't know about that. Bro. A lot of them are just gonna start stop watching footy and they're just gonna go watch like F one, the Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> they're all gonna be NFL fans now. <laughs> Spaddy's already starting to convert. He oh, watches more San Fran than he does Juventus. The, the conversion happened last year, bro. A lot. <laughs> Crazy. You called it ahead of time. Oh. Ahead of curve, you, you predicted the Juve uh, downfall. Me? Yeah. One. Yeah. When you started watching NFL, yeah, no. dude. Man, we're not in the downfall. We're fine. We have young young players coming up. Rovella will be coming back from loan. Yeah, we might lose players. We just got to sign a center back. God, Danilo Bremer. Keep Benucci for one more year or whatever. Alexandro gone. Sign a center back. That's it. Is that it? That's all they need. All I'm, they okay, need the I'm okay back. with the team. If they were to get rid of players... And Rovella coming in. Some but of the young players coming back. That team is back. still f- like losing against top not- four. Yeah, I know. I'm not. Gonna, I'm not saying it's going to be uh, the best team in the league. It's, it'll be good enough to make top four. You think signing one center back makes you a top four? I, I literally just said yes, that team is not going to make. They're top literally four. a second. They would be second place right now. I know that. I know CDA in general is is a poor league. Besides Napoli, except for Napoli. Like if it wasn't for Napoli, like I think people would probably be looking at Liga over CDA right now. To be I completely wish. honest with you, because there's been teams in Liga that quite frankly have been better than CDA this season. Yeah, rims, bro. Who, PSG? No, Marseille has been hot this season. Monica they have Alexis Sanchez, who was a, <laughs> a fourth-string striker for Inter last year, playing the best year of his life. Okay, he's, he's, he's playing found, a good he football today. Form. Yeah. Come on. He, he had a feet. poor season last season. Yeah. What's Mar- where's Marseille right now in Europe? Three points or four points behind. Where's PSG. Marseille right now in Europe? They're not in Europe. 
You got to do what you got to do. Focus on the league. I, I guarantee they come up against an Inter or AC Milan, they lose. Who? Marseille. Yeah, probably. Okay. So then what's the point of you? Oh, the quality is just going down for me. I was excited last year. I feel season. like it's been pretty level for the past like peak. three seasons now. I thought last season, you know, CDI had, you know, exciting teams, young teams. Like Milan was looking exciting. Inter, to an extent, had a pretty good run. Juve were, you know, still hanging around. And then this season when Napoli started off strong, like okay, now Napoli's there, Milan's there, Inter's there. But now it's starting to almost slowly take a little bit of a dip. Well, Milan got injuries. I'm hoping that, you know, Milan can beat Spurs. I'm hoping that Inter can beat Porto just to pick them back up to kind of, you know, give them that influx of Champions League cash and keep the league strong. Because I do think personally that football is a better place when the City is like a strong league. Like those teams like Milan, Inter, when they're strong, I think football is a better place. Uh. I agree. I, I think when teams are like Milan, Inter, Atalanta, Napoli, Roma, Bologna, Sassuolo, Lazio. Hellas Verona, Lazio, all the teams I just mentioned, I, I don't think I forgot one, but when those teams are strong, I think football's in a better place. I agree. You could say that about like any league though. When all the top teams or top name teams are strong, then the league is good, obviously. No, there's one top te- top name team I didn't say. Juve. I must have missed. Yeah. Why? I don't think. Well, Juve was good for like eight years in a row, nine years, and it wasn't necessarily good for the league. No one, everyone gaved. Well, if Milan had that eight-year run, people would raise Serie A more. I bet. No, it's because when another team is is thriving, who's the team that's gonna get try to get better the most of all the teams? Who's the team that's gonna go out there and spend the money? To make the not just the league better, but them better to win the league. Who's gonna do that? Serie A. Yeah, the opposition. No, no. If no, let's say it's Milan, the best team. Who's the one team of all the rest of the team that that's gonna th- uh, try to be the best team the next year? Inter. No. You don't think so? Napoli. No. You know who it is. Just say it. What Juve? Yes, they are the one team that's gonna go to. Extra heights to get better. Yeah, yes. illegally. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. They did you that. Must lie, cheat, steal, anything to get ahead. <laughs> and then what? Mafia, what do you want? <laughs> okay. So last season, they didn't have a very good season. Yeah. What did they do this summer that made you think, oh, this team's going to go over the top and win the league? They did get better from last year. How? How? With who? They did. With who? Just just in general. like The, the way they played, they, they brought in... It's just young players that are playing. We're not complaining about Allegri. Yeah, I was. I still don't want Allegri, but he's better than anyone that we could get right now. Unless Desarbi somehow becomes comes out. That's the that's like the only really? coach I you want. Want like a Tuchel? We can't get those guys. Pochettino? No, we really won't get them. Do you think this Juve squad is stronger than the Juve squad? From it's pretty similar. I'm not last saying last season. I'm just saying, yeah, it is. Yeah, why wouldn't it be? I don't, I don't see. It. I think like they lost. Delict. Delict and Dybala. We upgraded with Bremer. Bremer is not an upgrade over Delict. Yeah, he is. Oh, now he's not an upgrade over Delict. I think he did say Bremer Bro, you're the, wish, the most wishy-washy <laughs> person I know. I Holy. think he did rate Bremer over Delict, bro. Bremer at the I'm beginning of the season, maybe, but Delict at Bayern now. Delict, Delict has one good game and this guy switches. No. Delict got the goal line clearance and then the goal. No, and now no, no, no. Delict is the best center back in the world. <laughs> he's not the best center back in the world, but oh, I'm saying yeah, Delict, yeah, Delict yeah. is... Like, oh, yeah, the yeah. thing is, you're losing Delict and you're replacing Bremer. If anything, that's a lateral move. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. It's a lateral move. Yeah, for sure. Okay. 
You think Bremer is a clear upgrade on? Yeah, ever yeah, for, for sure, dude. You, okay, you're not even answering my question. You're, you're, you're I'm not answering you anymore. You just you're too wishy washy. <laughs> is Bremer an upgrade and, and on the Next week, next week you're going to tell me that Delict's one of the worst center backs in the world. You can't even make the Bayern team. I'm not going to say that. Yeah, you are. Is Bremer a clear upgrade on Delict? Answer my question. Is Bremer yes a clear upgrade on Delict? Yes. In what way? He's just a better all around. He's better on the ball. He's a better defender. Better on the ball. He's faster. Wasn't he like Serie A, like defender of the season yeah. last year? With Delict, no. It wasn't Delict like one of the worst like defenders in Serie A at one point. He couldn't even get into the Bayern team for half the year when Delict is, what a shit signing. He sucks. I didn't say he was a shit signing. Yeah, you did. I didn't say he was a shit signing. Yes, you did. It was an expensive signing. Okay. It was an expensive I'm, signing. I'm not listening to it anymore. I think it's a louder move. That's all I'll say. Yeah, no, because he had one good week. As I said, no, two, two good weeks. He had two good weeks. We'll give him He's two. had a good season. We'll give Delict two good what weeks. What did you say? Dybala. Dybala. We lost Dybala. That was a hit, but we replaced him with Di Maria. That's, that was pretty lateral, I would say. That's a lateral move. Is it though? Oh, okay. Here we go. It's not an upgrade. It's it if if it was Di Maria like like two years ago maybe. No, I think it is an upgrade. It's not. I think it is an upgrade. I think it's lateral. No, Dybala. I want underrated. Man, Dybala would be Dybala would be injured right now if he was playing so for Di you. So Di Maria's been injured half the season already. They're both pretty injured. They're both injury yeah, prone. You're right. It's a lateral move, and our midfield probably got upgraded with with Fajoli coming in. Yeah, Popo is really great. Who was there last? Did they lose anybody in the midfield? McKenny, Artur, Artur, Artur. yeah. Artur. Let me upgrade our midfield. Artur's cheeks. I got Paredes in there. <laughs> and Paredes has been garbage for you. Yeah, right? He's terrible. He's on loan, so he's. Part of the <laughs> it's it's because these Argentinos they won they won the World Cup and now they They're chilling, bro. That's the ultimate prize. They got it. Nah, no, no mentality. No, you think? Di Maria performs. Yeah, he does. He does. No, I, I, you can see I rate Angel Di Maria. You can tell by the recent TikTok I put <laughs> out. I rate him. I only put George Weah above him. That's fair. Uh, Ballon d'Or. Yeah. But let me ask you this question. <laughs> Bigger club, Arsenal or Juventus? No. Yes. Are you just saying no? No. Yes. How? No. How? Did they do the Invincible? Yes, they did. Really? Yes. They, cheat, they cheat their way out no, so didn't. many times. It was actually a pretty bad game. more than 100 points before, right? Yes. They are the better team. I and think doesn't you have an invincible doesn't, season doesn't make doesn't it a better CL team. Doesn't compare the league. I run like come on. It's not even close. Come on. I think that's the dumbest question. Like I get why you're saying it, but it's a terrible question. Come on. Shouldn't what do you close. think? Me? Yeah. Legends. Uh, Juventus. Yeah. Legends wise, I don't think it comes close. Like Arsenal just had like that one hot patch, and that's about it. I think so. I yeah, think that like, I think honestly, Juve would probably like if let's say Juve was in England. I think they would probably be the third biggest team in England. Third. Behind third. United and Liverpool. Yeah, that makes sense. Oh, behind I forgot about Liverpool. Yeah. 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 I think they're on par with Liverpool. I think United's bigger than them though. Okay, okay, fine. You you swayed my my answer. <laughs> yeah. Just because I like you as a person. Yeah. It's because you glazed United. But they've yeah. had like a lot of legends too. Like CDI like legends were like are different. Like, they, I've been, they, I've been yeah. seeing a lot of chatter on the timeline, like a lot of CDI slander low key. Like some of these Prem fans talking about how like a City A11 wouldn't beat a Manchester United 11. A City A11? An AC Milan 11 would beat a Manchester United 11. <laughs> yeah, I did not I've see that. I've been seeing like yeah. crazy takes like that just slandering some of these like City A legends. Like, That's crazy. City A like low key like probably is, like, has like some of the most historic players. Like I honestly think a UA 11 might beat no, United Let's 11. not get carried no, away. Man. We have hey. Zidane in his prime. Platini. Del Piero. Baggio. No. Cannavaro. Over Premier League? Over United. Over United. 
Serie So Juve all no, no, time. Juve 11 or versus United, United all time. Who Serie 11 would, would obviously, what? Juve 11 all time versus United 11 all time. I think I think uh, it's close. because You're just going to say United. Okay. Goalie? Uh, I was... <laughs> Goalie Buffon. Van der Sar. Buffon. Van der Sar. Buffon. Van der Sar. Van der Sar. Okay, left back. Zambrota. Evra. Oh, left back. Oh, yeah, I guess Zambrota played left back too. Evra. I don't know who our right back would be though. I think Evra edges. Right back? We had, we had Evra too. <laughs> you're probably Valencia? looking at. Valencia? You're probably Valencia. looking at. Oh, right back, you're looking at Neville. Gentile versus Neville. Neville. Yeah. Neville, ew. Neville, yeah. <laughs> Center backs? Ferdinand Vidic. Probably Cannavato and uh, Chiellini, probably. Ferdinand Vidic, dude. I say one and one. Ferdinand Vidic. One and one's fair, I think. Yeah, okay. Cannavato and Skirea. I don't know. I like Chiellini's a bigger club legend. He's the probably, the, he's so. probably our Skirea's, biggest. Skirea is a big Juve player, legend. Though. Better players. I think Chiellini's one of the biggest legends of Juve. Really? He's been there his whole career. So did Skirea. Yeah, but. I don't know. I never watched it. It's just, it's just like it's more emotional for me. Okay, Okay. midfielders: Zidane, Zidane, Platini, and then the third, Pogba. Marquisio. It could be Marquisio. No, I'm sure there's someone better. There's someone better. Oh, Vieira. We had Vieira on our team. Okay, but that was right after. That's right after his his a couple good. He had a good year with Juve. Skulls. Giggs, Skulls. We had the better three. Easy. Giggs, Skulls. I think all three. Beckham. I think Juve takes all three. I think Juve clears, bro. Three all there, low key. Yeah, easy. Left wing? Are we going wingers? I wouldn't go wingers. Okay, yeah, Nedved. Shadow. You guys, you went off. Striker? Cantona. Del Piero. Vanessaroy. And Percy was a world class too for us for a bit. Yeah, that one's easy. Strikers, though. Well, Waza, Waza. Well, even Rooney, Rooney too. Yeah. too. You're, pro- you're probably. Oh, I don't know who your striker is gonna be, but Rooney would probably be a right winger, right? What? You could probably you, use you, him as, you, okay, but throw him I to the right. But you, you, you're forgetting Baggio, Paolo Rossi. Yeah, I know. I was waiting for him. Oh, okay. Might be you. And a few players. And then right wing, yeah, Boniak. Yeah, like that's uh that's a pretty good UV team. Clears, yeah, that's a <laughs> pretty UV good clears. team, man. I'm telling you. It clears. I think so. How many Champions Leagues do you have? Two. We have one less than you. Exactly. So. What does that mean? We have we have more finals than you. You're, you guys bottle, yes. Yeah, we bottle. But we, have, we had better teams Zero more often. Bottlers. We have better teams more often. But you, but How many just, league titles do you have? 20-something. We have 36. Okay, well, half the time, half those were bought. <laughs> No, they weren't. You can say the same about United. Yeah, you can say the same about United. Yeah, was the best league. The rest were lazy. Those eight years you won, like, back-to-back, the rest of the league was trash. We still have more than you. We still have more than you. Take away the the nine. How many Europa do you have? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) One one this season. (laughs) Yeah, one after this season. One incoming, bro. Yeah. (laughs) I want to see United... uh, Okay, well, this season, obviously, United probably beat Juve. No. This season? you're, You're seriously taking Juve? Okay, yeah. If really? they come against each other in Europa League, I, I hope so. Like if they do, they it's do. It's going to be a whatever. good matchup, but I, it's I just because United lost seven 0 this week doesn't mean that's their form. Yeah, just because we lost one nothing this week doesn't. No, mean. you guys are trash, bro. No. <laughs> yes, but you guys have Bruno Fernandez as your captain. You can't even. You can't Our have whole team you. right now. We have the needles. I would not take anyone in that Juve side to replace any of my teammates. What? Yes, no you one? would. Okay, maybe Di Maria, but Blavich? he's also Vlahovic. No, not really. Of course, come on, Rashford. 
Rashford's a winger, man. Yeah, but he plays a strike. He scores his goal when he plays. You want to take Bremer? No. Bremer's Bremer. and Mar- Mar- Martinez. Martinez got okay because you're you're literally recent. I don't know, like, man. Obviously, it showed it shows weakness. The hair is better than Chesney. Yeah, probably this year. Yeah. Our our team overall is better than the United's team. I'd probably just take the Maria. I think we have a better midfield besides Casimiro. Not not CDM, but midfield. No, you don't have a better total. midfield than us. Fred is in good form. Jolie's better than both. Erickson is healthy. He's in great form. Sabitzer, I think Sabitzer is better than your. No, he's not. Sabitzer's quality. He's quality. He's not better. Bruno than... Fernandez is also he's not better than Pogba or Fajoli. Pogba doesn't play football yes, anymore. He has. He played two he's games in a man, row. He's played twenty minutes in the last okay, year. Okay, fine. Look at Tully's better than both of them. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. Yes. You, don't even, you don't even own him. He's on loan. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Just wrap it up there. No, right. no. <laughs> I, I, I want to see a quick PSA. <laughs> I hate seeing Serie A slander. Why? Growing up watching Serie A, it, it hurts. <laughs> it does. It hurts because Serie A, like you said, legends for days. It, it, it set the foundation of football today. Ronaldo, Kaká, Shevchenko. I grew up on these guys. So th- to see Serie A in shambles, like... Do something. It makes me sick. Okay, I'm going to do something about like, it. Like, it makes me sick. Like, I want to see Serie A at the top. Me too. Football it, works in cycles, bro. You think? There's no Serie reason. A there's not. Yeah. But there's no reason why the Serie A is not, shouldn't be, like, superior. Even, like, the way, they, I don't know. I feel like money. But I, why? struggling with money lately. But for, for how? Because they don't get viewers. Because it's the same with Liga, La Liga. Besides... Like for La Liga, besides the top three, none of them really make money. No, they don't, bro. It's like crazy. for Serie A, besides maybe four teams, none. The rest don't really make too much, and even the four teams, they don't make a crazy amount. Like the, the Prem, the probably the bottom four, of the Prem make the same amount as the top four of the Serie A because they market themselves well. I feel because they got the most money. It's all, but they it's market all themselves. TV, well. It's all the TV deals, right? TV like, deals, think, but like, seem like I feel like even I think AC Milan is doing a good job this season. They they put themselves out there with their brand and stuff. They're doing a good job with that. You wouldn't really do that I stuff. I think Napoli are too, but... Napoli, no, because they sell make up a New Jersey every single week. Yeah, but... Like, how's the fans supposed to keep up with that? Yeah, I don't know. Armani Exchange? Like, really? I'm, like, you don't rate it? No. <laughs> EA7? Like, what is it? A knockoff Ronaldo brand? <laughs> Some of the kits are pretty fire, though. Some of the Napoli <laughs> nah, yeah, kits are nice kits. Man, I'm not going to wear a reindeer when I'm on the pitch. Why not? Merry oh, Christmas, Christmas jersey. You know, Merry Christmas. Oh, man. <laughs> they, had a, they had a spider kit. Yeah. I, I think you try, right? Like, you try different things to try to bring in some income. But I think, like, at the end of the day, I think, like, pretty much every league, you know, Bundesliga, Serie A, Liga, these teams aren't going to have a huge amount of money coming in from TV rights. You know, if you want to be a big team in that league, you need to be playing Champions League yeah. and you need to be just developing a shit ton of talent. And that's the thing. And like, you know, getting your three, four years out of that player, moving on. And you need to have good scouting. And I think like, you know, that's one thing that CDI has been lacking for years is just like good scouting of Italian players. Because guess what? If I'm an Italian player, I want to play in CDI. Why would I want to go play in the Premier League when I can play for Juventus, when I can play for Milan? Money. I'm going to want to play for... No, even... Not even really, man. Aside, How many like, Italians are really out there, but in, like, really Because they don't get the vote. Thriving, Same though. thing. Like, the, the best German players play in the Bundesliga. The best Italian mm. players play in Serie A. Like, you need to be developing players from your own country. And that's how the league is going to be successful as a whole. And I think, like, you know... Italy had that great Euro run. And I think that maybe inspired a, a few teams to, like, let's develop some young talent. But I think... Juve needs to really focus on that because if, if you look at those Italian players that you named when you're naming that Juventus 11, how many of them were Italian? Quite a few. 
right? So it's like when you're developing those players, like when was the last time you have developed a good Italian talent? Probably like Del Piero. Marquisio. Marquisio was probably the last. And that yeah. was how long ago? Wow. Right? Like so it's like, you know, you got to... <laughs> no, less than that. You got to go back to your roots. You it's know, I true. I think a lot of these teams do. I think like once Juve starts doing that, you know, you see Milan, you know, they have you know some good young Italian players. I think Tonali is a great player. But none of the teams really do it well. And I think that's going to be the problem with Serie Until all these teams like... They're starting though. They are starting. You see teams like Atalanta starting. Juve just started, like just started. Milan started a lot like two years ago. Enter yeah. Napoli could start. They have they had youth, but they sold them. So they didn't start. But yeah, there's there's some teams, some of the bigger teams are starting. We'll see. We'll see the cycle starting to come around. I don't think the cycle's gonna come back anytime <laughs> no. soon, bro. Now now with the Prem making now with these their owners. Right now, bro. Oh, Napoli are doing a good job of marketing, you know, Osman cakes. Yeah, they do. They do yeah. <laughs> those those Osman cakes were crazy. Yeah. Would you eat an Osman cake? Yeah, man. Chocolate. If it tastes good, why not? Yeah, I'll try one. <laughs> Italian bakeries, that's good stuff right there. Yeah, Cal- probably, it has to be good. Cultural Cafe will have the player yeah. cake. <laughs> but no, it does come down to the roots. It comes down to the roots, man. The roots. Stop seeing Brazilians, dude. Yep. Stop taking all the Brazilians away. What do you mean, bro? What do you mean? Them? For the national team. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you guys can take this crap. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I think we'll end it off there, boys. Yes, sir. Yeah, boys. Uh, let us know. Are you in the dumps? Uh, I don't know. I just blanked out. But yeah, boys. Make sure to like, <laughs> comment, subscribe. Show who we are. To the culture, baby. Culture. And with that. Chris, it's been a while since you've been here, so we had to go a little bit on you. What was the last time we talked about you? We were talking about you in 2023, I think.